Discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars Season 3. Until then, for Taylor the Latte Boy and myself. Sashay away until next week. Okay. Um, yeah, fuck that guy. I don't think he's a Patreon supporter. I don't care. For you Patreon supporters, some guy wrote a Facebook post where he said that he hated the, um, that he tried to play the show for his husband for the first time and he hated all the singing and he told the husband they don't usually do this much singing and that the, and he counted how many times I went, come on, Patty. And, uh, he, he was, he thought it was honestly, it was too much, Joe. And I was like, fuck this guy. Fuck him. Like right now, like I've given up. Not, not, not to. I'm not trying to do a pity party here. But the honest, the truth is, at 5 p.m. Pacific, I started basically work. Right, right in the show, <laughs> pulling the clips. What's so funny? <laughs> I basically started work. Well, yeah, no, <laughs> the way you said that was just well, very yeah. funny. And then, like, where we're recording <clears throat> right now, it's 8:30 p.m. It's 11:30 p.m. Your time. You've worked a full day. I worked. Do, I worked a Thursdays are my long day. I work eleven hours on yeah, Thursdays. Yeah, you work eleven hours, and you come here and do this show because if you're listening to the main show, you get it for free. This guy gets it for free. He doesn't give a fucking goddamn dollar or two dollars that you guys are giving. He gets it for a nothing, right? And we come in here, we kick, we kick our own asses to put out a show the same night, and this asshole uh, has something to say. Meanwhile, everyone loved us singing. Yeah, we got lots of we got lots of positive comments about that show. I loved the show last week. I thought that we were both. I came out and Babalu said to me at one point, he's like, why were you scream laughing? So I had to tell him the Pointer Sister story, (laughs) which he did not find as funny as I did retelling it and laughing as hard as I did. But that's whatever. Mm -hmm. Anyway, where, where are we with the show processing? So. Oh, do you need me to send it? Oh, well, okay. Oh, you're doing... We, no, you well, really was, are doing this stuff. Yeah, just put it up on Google Drive. Okay, well, I just wasn't sure if... All right, so then I, I it's, it's an AUP file. Now I just have to change it to a wave. Yeah, make it a mono file so it's smaller. No, I did. Oh, okay. I did. Have everyone understand what we're talking about. While you do that... So, yeah. okay, I, I have a question. Sure, I have something ahead. that I want to talk about before you tell this story yeah. that I want to hear, yeah. that I'm living for. Yeah. I don't now I know that we all talked about the fact that I went last year to war of war on the catwalk, yeah. which is this company that does this thing. So, and they keep showing this commercial for the haters roast yeah, where they show it multiple times during the show. Mm-hmm. And it's the same three jokes yeah. that we've all heard. So I'm not sure how that entices me more to want to see it. If, well, to Not be- that they can show all, and I get that it's a commercial and it's like a canned commercial. They have to do. Yeah, I'm gonna, and by the way, those are, those are clearly the three best jokes. Okay, so the thing that I don't understand is they're doing this where it's supposed to be very, you know, all the all the queens are all done up mm-hmm. and they've got these jokes and they're all doing this, but then they sh- they end with some weird thing of Trinity Taylor in a dirty hotel room with shit piled everywhere and her face all done, where it's clearly like somebody's like hands quarter mm-hmm. and she says this weird thing and then it ends with the weird logo and then the vincent price laughing and the thriller the whole thing is just so cheap looking it is so low rent and it bothers me yeah even I, though the joke that ginger minge says about let's way out makes does make me laugh yeah. but it's it's just i i don't get why that is going to make me want to spend 
a sizable amount of money for that thing because I know what we paid for War on the Catwalk. Well, let's look it up. And- I'm gonna look it up while you're doing your thing. I'm gonna look it up. Let's find out. I'd open a window. It it smelled like Andre the Giant's like jock strap in here. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Haters roast. Well, you know it's the same jokes at every stop too. They're not right. Oh yeah, no, I know, I know. So the whole thing when she made the black is not slimming, and it's Alaska and Fifi do that, like the shocked. They, I was like, that you know they've heard that before. Um, let's see, haters roast tickets. The haters roast the shady tour. Bubbly blue. Okay, so there's one at March twenty third. Okay, in, where is it? In New York. Do we, okay, do we, do so we do I, San I would Diego? the prices would be a little bit more there. Okay, so let's. You know what? They have some reasonable ones, but I bet you those sell out. Okay, here's one in Anaheim, right by uh, in Orange County, California. Not super rich. Okay. Oh, you know what? They're higher in Anaheim than they are in New York. So in Anaheim, the lowest is 37, and the highest is 152. And does 152 get you backstage to beat them? Yeah. Let me see. What? Let me see. Let's say it's 152. See tickets. So 152. Um, is it the event is all ages? Well, no one's really bought any tickets. Or stuff. Wait a minute. So you can get actually right, right? Oh, no, no. It's mostly sold out. But you can, there's still really, really, really good seats. So you can actually get very, very good seats for $52. So it must, oh, no, I'm sorry. $152. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. That's with a VIP meet and greet. Which those, when we went and saw them in Tampa, that was the first like four or five rows where they did the meet and greet. And then um, they all came out and I, somebody that I used to work with came out and she's like, Oh, I got the meet and greet. I got to meet all them and, and all that kind of stuff. But from what I read on Reddit, people that I think it's Peter and so-and-so who run Peter and Murray or something. Yeah. yeah, Murray and Peter. Yeah. They're awful. They're like really, really mean. You can't do all this shit. Like it, like the meet and greet is not worth it. And the queens don't like it. Like they rush you through. You can't do this. You can't do that. It's not like the other company. I can't remember who it was. From what I understand, like it's, it's the Murray. Everyone hates Murray and Peter. They're really, really awful. But I guess they somehow have uh, a thing with the queens where they assign them or they do these myth pay well. I don't know what it is. So cause well, that's not Peter, the same company that that. Uh, Mimi I'm first had and no, then the no, ones no, that Murray took over Peter. Mimi yeah, I'm yeah. first company no 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 that producer entertainment the management company took over Mimi's show Murray and Peter do a okay. different show and and from what I've heard they're really awful uh, <laughs> like they're mean to the audience members they're mean to the queens they're mean to everybody and it's like you know they rush it it's just like a money grab for them uh, they're the ones that remember Katya was supposed to be hosting one of them and they had to bring in Ginger Minj because Katya was not following the rules with the, like, the audience questions. Like if she didn't like the question, she would ask her own questions and stuff like that. And they fired mm-hmm. her. And so Ginger had to take over, which is what best friends do for each other. <laughs> so, wow, that's a callback. Yeah. So anyway, uh, okay. So in college, I was super in love with this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like literally like heart sick in love with him. And we, and he, we were really tight and I will say we can, we can dive into this deeper, but like, he was a straight guy, and we were like best friends, and we'd spend the night together all the time. And I will say, he pushed it as far as you could go without acting. So that he could, he pushed it as far as you could go, where he could still say he never did anything gay. But like literally, I can't see it going any farther. 
right? Like, we, okay, like he'd get on the floor and go, "Give me a, my back is sore. Give me a massage." And I would get on top of him and essentially dry hump him as I was giving him a massage. You know, mm-hmm. or like we would sleep together and we'd cuddle, and I would put my thumb under his underwear band and stuff like that, and um. I'm trying to think of other things, but it was like, it was very sexually charged, but it never went there, right? Okay. And so one one time we thought, this wouldn't be, because it's in college, you know? And my junior year, we were like, wouldn't it be great if we just lived together? That'd be so great. That was the biggest Mm -hmm. fucking mistake of my life because (laughs) he was such a male whore. He'd bring a different home girl home every night and, um, bang her and i had to like listen next door as he's banging the, these, oh yeah yeah and it would be breaking my heart and i would leave and i'd go sleep in the hallways at school and stuff like that and the, oh and me, right? oh that makes me so sad okay oh, it's so horrible right but um i'd go home during the day and oh my god this is the embarrassing part this is the creepy part i've never admitted this on a podcast or anywhere guys you guys are getting your fucking two dollars here not all the time. I think it probably did it once. Maybe, maybe twice. Okay? Like, I can only remember once. Mm-hmm. I would go into the bathroom. Not not to do this. I think the first time I didn't go to do this. And I saw there was a used condom in the <gasps> trash can. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And I took the used condom. <laughs> I'm covering my face. I'm so bad. And I put it over my dick and jacked off with it. <gasps> using his... <laughs> using <laughs> Joe! Using his cum Oh my lube, god! His old disposed cum in the condom as uh, lube. Oh. Uh, um, 19-year-old little Twinkie Joe doing that. Because he was so in love with this Colombian guy. All I could... Th- <laughs> Okay, and maybe it's because it's where I work now, but all I can think is, oh my God, that's so unsafe. <laughs> come. I use glue. Alex has come. Oh. From his used condom. How old were you? Like 21, 22? Maybe 2021. 20, no, because I hadn't dated this guy named Chris yet. I hadn't dated Chris yet. So I was 22 when I dated Chris. So like, Is Chris the guy that was like on his way to being big and successful and then you were very aloof with him and then he said, like, don't talk to me in the quad or whatever at school and then five minutes later he was blowing you? No, 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 no. That wasn't the guy's name. Okay. That guy's name was Matt. No, Chris was this guy. It's actually one of my – it's like the hottest gay kid story ever. Is I was like really popular at, in college with a, a humor. I had a humor column, and I was like Mister Big Man on campus with this humor column. But I also ran the entertainment section. And one time he <laughs> he was in a band. Chris was in a band. He sent his dumb CD, and and uh, I just threw it in the trash. I was like, "Fuck, dumb CD!" Right? I don't know what this is. But then whatever cover story we had for the entertainment section fell through, and I was like. 
fuck. And it needed to be somehow for this. The rule was it had to be somehow related to the school. So I remember I called, I called the number and he answered and I said, tell me why I should put you in this school newspaper. And he was like, kept giving me five different answers. I go, nope, nope. Finally, he said, well, you know, I go to UC Irvine and I went, okay, good. Uh, we're going to do a cover story and you get a reporter, blah, 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 blah. So the reporter does the story on him. She comes back. She goes, you know, this guy was really cool. And he was really, his band, his music was really good. He gave me a tape, right? And, we, and he, she goes, he's going to come pick it up right now. And I was like, whatever. And he walks in. <laughs> and he was maybe the most beautiful man I had ever seen in a very 1990s Edward Burns kind of way. Right? Oh. No, I'm just using that example. But, like, because I'm trying to think who's from the 90s. So, flannel and, like, the long Leonardo DiCaprio hair that yes, was kind of, like, the yes, one greasy lock yes, that kind of yes, curved around and yes, hit, like, the corner of his yes, mouth. Yes. I actually just talked to him on the other day. I'll tell you in a second. And um, he he was his beautiful green eye. So, of course, I just, like, shot right up. And I was like, hi, my name's Joe Batanz. And he was like, oh, my God, of course I know who you are, right? And so we just started becoming like, and he had a girl- you shove the girl reporter out of the way, knocked her into a desk. <laughs> well, yeah, but then he goes, and here's my girlfriend Maria, and I was like, Ugh, this dumb bitch, right? Mm-hmm. Then it turned out he was in the battle of the bands, and they asked me to be a judge. Okay. And so I was a judge, and he was performing. And he he was genuinely the best, but I remember he just locked eyes with this girlfriend of hers, of his, while she was while he was singing. He was the singer and the the leader of the band. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this guy is so hot. And so I talked to him afterwards after he won. You know, and then once, so we just started hanging out more and more and more, right? And one day he called me. He goes, he was like really, really upset. He was really upset, and he goes, "I need to see you. I, I'm just I, everything's going badly. I got to see you." So I go and I, I pick him up, and uh, we go to get coffee. And he's like, he's just like really in distress, and he's like, "I'm, I'm just like I'm not doing well in school, and I don't, I need a job. I have no money, but also like." Things with Maria aren't going like we're not doing well at all, and and, and I go, oh my god, what's going on with Maria? And he goes, well, I'm in love with somebody else, and I go, who? And he goes, Joe Batance. and I remember I was like, what? Right? <laughs> and the coffee table goes flying out because of your boner. It literally goes flying across the room <laughs> across the counter. <laughs> I remember I didn't know what to do. Right. And this story's already getting long, but this we could dive into this other this a whole relationship part of it. But we dated for like six months. But I would say, what's funny is this is and this is I learned a lot from this relationship, and um, because I was such a, a dramatic young twenty one or twenty two year old, it it was like the it was like the guy that every gay guy dreams of in nineteen ninety five, you know, mm-hmm. and I remember he and I were cuddling. In my apartment. Mm-hmm. Remember there's a guy who'd been straight his whole life. And there's stories where like Mercedes, he'd hang out with me and Mercedes. And one time we had to go meet his dad. And he told the dad that Mercedes was his girlfriend. But meanwhile, I'm holding hands with him under the table. That whole <laughs> thing. Right. And he tells me, like, he, I remember he's like playing with my fingertips. And he says, hey, listen, I got to talk to you about something. Everything's going really, really well. But I think we're going a little fast. Can we just slow it down? And I was like, get the fuck out of my apartment. And he was like, what? Like, get the fuck out. Fuck you. Get the fuck out. And he was like, 
upset and brokenhearted. <laughs> I don't think we ever spoke again. And I are was you like, serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. And I would hear about him, and I, I, I was, and then you know, then I mourned the loss afterwards, and it was like this thing, like where I couldn't even hear his name, and then someone said to me, "Oh my God, Chris cut his hair, and it's all spiky and blonde now. He looks really good." <laughs> and I was like, "No, I can't hear that, right?" Um, so now he's an engineer for Apple. He's married to a woman. I will say, in fairness, he dated some girl right after me, and he's married to her now. Okay. Well, okay. You know. So let me tell you. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Finish your your thought. No, that's pretty much it. Okay. So let me tell you a little story. Let me tell you a little story about me and the one time in my life that I was dating multiple people. I was dating multiple people. I was probably in my mid twenties, no, and I, I was really not to interrupt you. But did your sister Blossom know about this, or did Six know about it? <laughs> Why would you say that? That just seemed like something Joey Lawrence would do on the TV show Blossom. Oh, okay, no, but I mean, it was one of these where I was da- I was dating this I was dating these two guys, Kevin and Patrick, mm-hmm. and Kevin I Kevin I adore. Now Kevin would be a great person to have on the show sometime Mm -hmm. if he knew anything about podcasting which he doesn't um and i was also dating this guy patrick Mm -hmm. who was super cute and he was like 21 and he was this big beefy he was uh, a college student and he had the biggest dick i've ever seen in my entire life and I was, I thought I was such the stud because I was dating two people at once to the point of, and I think I've told it, if I haven't told the story on this show, I've told the story on Pod as my co-pilot. It was Christmas time and I gave them both the exact same gift. I get them both a sweater from Old Navy, same color, same style, same everything. I just bought two of them, put them in boxes, which is kind of gross. But I go out to dinner with Patrick at one point and I'm feeling all super confident. And he says at one point, I'd like to know where this is going. Because I feel like this is going someplace. And me being the dickhead that I was, I got up and started getting dressed. And he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm leaving. I don't want to have a conversation about a relationship. I'm just having fun. I just want to have fun. Why are you talking about that? And I got this super – and he was like, you need to get the fuck out. And he, I remember he called me, I don't know why you have to be so sour, mm-hmm. which was the first time I'd ever heard that. And I thought to myself as I was putting my pants back on, that's a really good word to describe how I'm acting right now. Mm-hmm. And I, he, like, I, he walked me out. He slammed the door of the apartment behind me. And I didn't talk to him for years until – Facebook, I like reached out to him and now he's a very he's apparently a very successful like, you know, playwright and and he like works for a major, like a Big Ten school and all this. I'm like, oh well, the life I could have had. But now I but then I met Babalu and everything's wonderful there. Um I'm sending you something right now. Um but uh, yeah, it's weird. Like it, it it's funny because I have no emotions now. But I was I was heartsick over him for a long time. Like he was friends mm-hmm. with my brother. Like this, I would say he was like he was the first boyfriend that like met people, like met my friends, hung out with us. We went places. Mm-hmm. Like look, <laughs> I was like a total like whoremonger from like late high school through college but it was always like one night stands or little flings here and they never met my parents he never met chris never met my parents but he would like literally independently of me oh hang out with my brother 
He was friends with your brother? Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They even hung out a little bit after we broke up. Oh, hello. hello. I just got a, I just got a, a picture to, can I, can I say that? Well, I mean, it's, first it's LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So he's cute. No, he's very, he cute. looks like somebody. He looks like somebody and I'm trying to figure out who he looks like. It's not Chris Evans. He looks like somebody famous. Somebody like B or C list famous. Mm-hmm. No, he, I, I, here's the thing. I haven't had many boyfriends, right? But mm-hmm. every single one of the guys I've ever dated has been very attractive. Well, I don't know what your thoughts are on Cameron, but um, has been uh, uh, way out of my league, I'll say. What you would think <laughs> Joe Batanz would get. Um, well, I guess, no, you know what? Swartz and I, th- and I think are on like parody. I think if you see me with Swartz, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I always thought I always thought Swartzman was kind of cute. Oh, he was so kinda. cute when he was young. I had the biggest crush on him when I was young. Um, now he's a little troll alcoholic, but um, allegedly, allegedly. All right, allegedly. So, uh, yeah. So, um, no, Chris, Chris, Chris was always the one that got away because. He was into it, and he just wanted to slow it down because he had never... I'm still the only guy he's ever dated, you know? And, mm-hmm. like, I just was just my... Like, the pure hubris of being that age. And I was like, fuck you. There's also another... Yeah. We can explore another time. I think there was also a problem, and, you know, it even exists... I, it, it might... I, well, I've never dated a listener or anything like that, but, like, you know... There's a difference between Joe Batanz on the podcast or Joe Batanz who had a popular humor column and the real person. And I think Chris fell in love with the personality that was in the school newspaper. Mm-hmm. And, well, that's not fair because he didn't want to break up. Yeah, no, that's... He just wanted to slow it down. He just wanted to cool it down. Got to cool it down. And how the song, the song goes? Watch out. Slow it down. Ooh, watch out. You're gonna fall in love. Cool it now. You got to slow it down. Ooh, watch out. This is all Chris was saying to me. He was saying, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike, if I like the girl, who cares who you like? I remember being a kid. Being in third grade, everybody was just like, mm, uh, ladies' boom. choice, ladies' choice. <laughs> we, by the way, everyone should know we're dancing. Gonna lose the door. Cool it down. Got to slow it down. Slow it down. Gonna 
Where are we with your with your file? It has been stuck at 29 minutes for a while while we've been talking. Oh, you're kidding. Well, what I mean. So, but the, but the circle is getting further along. And you sit there and still, watch it? it? It's at like five o'clock. Oh, why do you think that is? Oh, do, because, I think because we're it. still talking on the stream. <laughs> or we're still not talking on the stream, but it's still hanging out. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Maybe I should I should do some things too. Like I should get my because my part to get ready actually takes some time. Even though it's I don't have to do anything, I have to like open it in Audacity. People, this makes no sense to you, and then that takes a while. And then you know what the longest part of that is? Is to actually save the project in Audacity for the first time takes a long time. So right now, it's yeah, just, I'm just gonna open it up. Um, do you want to hear another bar- embarrassing story about me and Patrick? Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So Patrick and I were in his, I guess he was in a, was he in a dorm or he was in an apartment? I think he was in a dorm, but he had a single. Mm-hmm. So, and he was, he had one of the best lines, come on lines to me. We were sitting in my car in, for those of you that live in the Tampa area, we were in Ebor city back in the nineties when it was like the cool place to go. And I had a particular parking spot that I liked at the top of the parking garage. Cause you could see the whole skyline of Tampa mm-hmm. and it was a good place to like make out and get handsy and all that kind of stuff. And in my 1996 Honda Civic, green with tan interior, at one point we were sitting there talking, and it might have been the first night we went on a date. And I remember I had chapstick, and I put chapstick on, and he's like, "Can I get? Can I get some of that?" And I went, "Sure." And I went to hand him the chapstick, and he went, "That's not where. I, that's not where I want to get the chapstick from." <gasps> well, so at that point I was all and just pretty much ate his face, like right there. So another time we were having sex, messing around, mm-hmm. things leading down, leading to other things. And at one point, he <laughs> he pretty much folds me in half and starts rimming me <gasps> and, and immediately goes puh, puh, like that. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he pulls a piece of toilet paper <laughs> out oh, between his teeth. My goodness. Oh, my God. Oh. I was mortified. I was absolutely mortified. I'm mortified. And he was like, no, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, my God. And I, he was on the sixth floor, and I jumped out the window and died. <laughs> oh, my God. This is just a ghost. I'm a podcasting ghost at this point. Oh, my God. Hold on. Me... So. This is AS3 episode 03. <laughs> The circle's about halfway done now. That's fine. <laughs> it was stuck for a while, and now it seems to be moving again. So it says 23 minutes left. All right. Oh, really? People are panicked looking at their looking at their thing going, oh, shit, it's just going to talk for another 23 minutes. Um, so I'm trying to think of any other, like, I, you know what's so funny is I don't really have that many embarrassing sex stories. I Most of mine I've told on my other podcast already. Pod is my copilot available at pod is my copilot. my copilot dot com. That doesn't really go any. Well, I still own the domain, but it doesn't really go anywhere anymore. Oh, where is the actual ad- address? Like, where do people? Go? It's it's still pod is my copilot dot com, but it's a blogger page that I. Oh, let, let me see. That's a good question. It, sh- um, it should still go. I remember. I was going to tell you a story. What was the story? Um. You know, a story about Chris is that um, 
he uh, he was white, <laughs> you know, and he what? He was white or is white. Yeah. But he spoke perfect Spanish, like fluent Spanish. You've talked about this guy before. And he talked, he talked Argentinian, right? Yes. Or something. Or he yes. said something like, oh, I lived in Argentina for like a month no, or something. No, he just picked it up. And I was like, you don't yeah. pick up Spanish with an Argentine accent. I still you call, you called bullshit on that. I still to this day don't know where he got it from, though. Like he could have a conversation with an adult in Spanish. He got it through injection. I don't know who injected it. He learned it Spanish with. from injection. Um, but he used to sing to me in Spanish. He was a good singer with a guitar. Imagine a guy like that, but at like 20, singing to you with a guitar. Oh, my God. I was just like, just like a big blob of cum. <laughs> I was going to say, if, you, if somebody threw your panties against a wall, they'd stick. Oh, my God. Yes, they would. I was so into him. Maybe that's why going back, I was like, get the fuck out. I just, I wanted him to chase me. And he didn't. I think I wanted him to say like, no, no, we'll go at the same speed. You know, but it totally made sense. You know, you wanted to just press the pedal at a hundred that go the whole way. Yeah, forever. You were you were milk. You were milk. You were too confident and just wanted to go go go, and ended up sashaying away. I sure did. Sure did. <laughs> By the way, the girlfriend, the girl he ended up marrying, I don't know if she still does, but had the record for the longest bong rip in history. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh yeah. That oh that wow. People that's, who knew her told me. Okay. It was like a little like I can't remember if she was like Latina or Asian girl. Something like something foreign. Well, I was a little <laughs> Latina girl. When the girl before me was a little Latina girl. He does something he had a thing for the Latinas. Yeah. Including you. Yeah, so I yeah, yeah. I was so I wouldn't I was never twinkie. That's not really my style. I wasn't that skinny or anything like that. But like I was always what would what would I be? Like I wasn't twinkie. But okay, uh, well, you were just—you were just a gay dude. I was just a gay dude. You I mean, you showed me the picture of you when you were like twenty, twenty-two. No, no, that was like, you like twenty-eight. There. Oh, really? Yeah, Do you have pictures yeah. of you when you were like twenty-one, twenty-two? Yeah, I gotta find them. I sent one to Sweet Michael once. Let me see. Let me go to. Okay, so question: When you were with this straight guy, when you were with Chris. Mm-hmm. Were you the top or were you the bottom? We never had anal sex. We did everything but. Okay. He didn't. I mean, I probably he wasn't opposed to it. Again, to going with the taking it slow. He just wanted to take everything really slow. He was another guy, too, who like. Um, This goes into a really dark place. But at the time, um, I. I wasn't really experienced in at kissing because mm-hmm. I had been molested and I just had okay. a weird thing with that, you know? And I remember we were the first time we ever hooked up. He, I'm also trying to go to find pictures of me. Um, and the first time we ever hooked up, we were getting hot and heavy, but like not kissing, like just, handsy and he kept going for the kiss and i would turn my head away and i remember he stopped me he stopped and he said i want to kiss you and i said he's like if you if 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 you're not going to kiss me we're going to stop right now and i was like 
Okay, and he's basically, you know what, to be honest with you, he's the guy that taught me how to kiss. Okay. Like, basically, he was my teacher. He taught me. I told, and I told him, I, you know, we were in the moment. I told him what happened. I go, and I said, I'll be honest with you. I really don't know how to kiss because of this thing that I have. Um, mm-hmm. he, had, he had not been molested, but he had also been, I think, fucked with is a good way of putting it as a kid. Okay. Um, he lived with, a, he had a really sad childhood, but he lived with like a gay teacher. And the gay teacher didn't do anything with him, but the gay teacher's friend did one time. Uh, like took like, okay. dirty pictures of him, and the teacher found out. And, like basically, I didn't kick the. I mean, it was a gay teacher, but um, like you know, got really upset with the friend, and like I don't know what what the equivalent was in those days. So he he knew where I was coming from. So he like taught me how to kiss. He basically turned it into a school. So the way I learned how to kiss from Chris. Um. So. I'm trying. I'm uh, the hesitation is not me being super emotional. It's uh, me trying to find this picture of. Uh, oh, here it is. Here's here's this is this is around the time that I uh, was dating Chris. Even though I look, I hate my hair in this picture. <laughs> okay. Oh look, you sending it through a message? Oh, you know what? I can get a share link. Well, where does that go? I'm gonna put it in my messenger. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh, it's an Amazon. It's my prime photos. Oh, okay. You're gonna lose control. Um, oh, the picture is not coming up yet. Oh, it's not. It's right. It's 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 in my message. Oh, hold on. Oh my God, you look like my cousin. I didn't want to tell you this, Taylor. <laughs> We're cousins. You you you. What is the Johnny Galecki realness hair you got going on I in this you, picture? I don't like my hair. It was the '90s, man. I know, but it's so David from Roseanne. I have other pictures. That's too. There was one time, and I have these pictures still, where we were all living together, me and my friends. It was that was a good year. I didn't know at the time, you know, but you don't you don't ever know you're in the the best years of your life till they're past, you know. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. So, yeah. Some of the years that I lived with Rodan, my co-host on Pod as my co-pilot, where some some of just having him as a roommate was so much fun. And yeah, there was also times that I wanted to kill him too, but that, 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 but I think that's part of it. There was a passion there because you were young and you were very much wanting to live life and just have these crazy. Yeah, and you lived with like five people, and it was a fun, and people fought, and they didn't. But you know, one one time the room, one of the roommates moved out, and we were desperate for a roommate, so we got. To, it wasn't a kid from the college; it was some guy who was our age, but he went, he was in the he was in the military at the local military base. Hmm. He only lived with us for a month, but the stories are like he lived there for a year. And one time we were home, and two guys from the military showed up, and they were like, uh, Chad's been in an accident, a motorcycle accident, so he's in the hospital, so we're here to get some of his things. And so they came in, took some of his things, and they left, right? Jim mm-hmm. Tance, at that time, said, like, oh, Chad's in the hospital, won't be back for weeks? 
And I started walking around wearing his military uniform. <laughs> so I have pictures. Joe. Yeah. I have pictures of me in those military uniforms. I got to find them. I have. I know where they are. It's gotta, I got to scan them. But it's so very, then 20 minutes later when he walks in and goes, where's my stuff? No, he never found out. Uh, but yeah, like like his like Marine like formal wear and stuff like that. Where's his class and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that illegal? Oh, yeah. Couldn't you get in Super trouble for illegal. doing that? Super illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. People would tell me this. <laughs> and I was like, meh. But I have pictures of me in the, in the outfits and everything like that. Uh, those are good pictures, too. I'll post – if I find those, I'll post those on the Patreon page or something like that because they're kind of funny of me in these military outfits. Ah, uh, I don't know if that's a good idea. Is Why? there a statute of limitations on that? Oh, girl. It's been – gosh – Almost 25 years. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know what's... I don't know, which that actually reminds me of something. You gotta look up the statute of limitations or something? No, apparently they were very close to another shutdown a little while ago. Rand Paul won't shut up, so I just want to see if they... Does that affect you in any way? Hmm? Does the shutdown no, that doesn't, affect, that doesn't affect my budget or anything, but it, I mean, it... Not that, but I think in the future, if things keep going the way they're going, at some point they start looking at entitlements. You know I could what's be, so funny? I could be in some trouble. They, my friend, I have a friend that works for the federal government, mm-hmm. and so whenever there's a shutdown, you know he can't work. But what a lot, what a lot of people don't realize is because I learned this from him, you still get paid. You just got to get paid later. Yeah, so, they just hold on to it. Government shuts down as bill budget bill stalls in Congress. As of 17 minutes ago. You know what? Someone needs to play them this song. But all those bands too, like, you know, um, what was it called? That was New Edition. Yeah, that was New Edition. But, but then they reminded me of... Um, how old was I when you would know when when did this come out? Here we go. Now, whatever happened to these guys? Another bad creation? Yep. Holy shit. Um, I don't know. Turn it down. Turn it down. It's, too, it's way too loud. Um, Aisha, I was in college. So I want to say Aisha was like 92, 93. Oh, so I was in high school. And another bad creation that might they might have been when i was in uh, at the end of high school no 1990 to 93 oh yeah, so like a freshman in high school aisha was 1990 so i was in high school because i remember they were in the video for uh uh motown philly 
there was because because they because the one that Michael Bivis was the one that kind of like directed was the producer for them, mm-hmm. and they're they're in the video for like a split second where they're all look at the screen and they all point, and then there's another band that's a bunch of white guys, and for some reason I can't believe I remember this. It was called Sudden Impact, and you never heard like he was like trying to promote other bands, and you never heard anything about Sudden Impact. Because I remember there was one guy kind of standing off to the side that was kind of cute that had the Edward Furlong hair. But he was in, like, you know, the white, blousey, 1990s New Jack Swing type stuff. I remember being a kid thinking Edward Furlong was so cute. Now he looks like a monster. How about this? Now, I hated this song. We had a guy. Okay, I lived in... I lived in one dorm, and at the end of the year, I had to move. For a couple of weeks, I had to move into another dorm because there was fights with the roommates and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I ended up in Blakely House, and Blakely House was the jock dorm. And I was terrified to be there because it was all these big guys. Like, like I was openly called faggot when I left my room. Like, it was just one of these, but I kept telling myself, I've got three weeks left to school, and then I can I can get out of here a month left to school and everything. Actually, it wasn't that song, but it was House of Pain Jump Around. One guy played it nonstop all night while I was trying to get sleep. Mm-hmm. So that song now, especially with that, like, weird, like, screeching type, if you play it, I will be so pissed. No, no, I hate that song. But it was one of these where, I mean, like, literally when I hear that song now, I actually, like, wince. Like, when I hear, it's just, it was burned into my brain. But Jump Jump was another one that I just thought was stupid. You know who Chris kind of looked like when we were growing up? I remember I couldn't, I was, like, strangely fascinated with this band and yet repulsed because it reminded me so much of him. I was like, who's the guy that um, Gwen Stefani was married to from? uh, Gavin Rossdale? Yes. I, Gavin Rossdale, I get the big pants for Gavin. I used to. I always thought he was really, really sexy back in the 90s. I have your file. Yeah, it just it just uploaded. Okay, and I have it. Ju- it. it just finished like a minute ago. Okay, and I have it. <laughs> so that so you're saying, well, good night, everybody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, to be honest with you, kind of, one, it's very late your time, but two, like, <laughs> I have to get now editing the show. Yeah. Okay. So we, like, we did 42 minutes. I get this worth the $2. $2. Yeah. We told some horrible stories and yeah. some embarrassing stories. We had a, and by the way, everyone should know, we, were, we would have done this anyway. This is, we, this is what we do. I don't know that I would have told you the toilet paper story no, 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 had there no, not been $2 true, involved. But we just sit here and shoot the shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, no, we sit and shoot the shit about that's stuff. Why I was You're thinking, absolutely like, right. Why aren't we recording this? Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, Taylor, um, we really are going to say goodbye, though. I, good, well, goodbye. Uh, oh, so, so when I say goodbye, you're actually hanging up the call. Yeah. I mean, you want okay. to wrap, wrap everything up? Or is there anything you want to tell me privately? No. That's all right. All right. What time do you have to be at work tomorrow? I should be at work at 8 a.m. and it is now 12:10 a.m. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>